0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Thanks to everyone that's listened so far and make sure you keep dropping comments on our Spotify page. Today's episode, we are going to discuss the Bitcoin halving because I keep seeing people on Twitter say that the halving doesn't matter as much anymore. It's not as important because the reward is already quite low at 6.25 Bitcoin. Having it doesn't have that big an effect on supply. I completely disagree with this statement and I believe the Bitcoin Haven is the number one event in the crypto space. And it's the trigger for all money to flow back into the crypto markets. Now for anyone new joining us, I'll just give a quick overview of what the Bitcoin Haven is. But there is a podcast and also a YouTube video that Dex done. So check that out if you've not seen it before. So what is the Bitcoin Haven? Well the Bitcoin Haven is an event that occurs every 210,000 blocks. And this roughly translates to 4 years. Each block takes about 10 minutes to be mined. But because the time varies. Date for the halving isn't exact. And it can move forward. When a Bitcoin miner mines a new block. They are rewarded with a certain number of Bitcoins. Before the first halving occurred. That reward was 50 Bitcoin. And then it was halved during the November 28, 2012 halving. Right now. Bitcoin miners are awarded 6.25 Bitcoin every time they mine a new block. And this will be cut to 3.125 Bitcoins in April next year. Now this is a massive thing for Bitcoin. It's why Bitcoin is the number one scarce asset on the planet. Bitcoin supply is fixed to 21 million. It can't be increased and the issuance is cut in half every four years. This is crucial and it compares to no other asset on the planet. If you think of gold, for example, supply might be fixed, but we don't really know the full supply of gold. And as the price appreciates in gold, more people go out to look for gold, to mine for gold, which then increases supply. That can't happen with Bitcoin. As the price of Bitcoin appreciates, more miners can come on the network and try and mine Bitcoin. But the cost of mining rises dramatically because of what's called the difficulty setting it becomes more difficult to mine Bitcoin, which then means it takes more computing power and more energy, which becomes more costly to mine Bitcoin. So as more and more miners come on the network, more computing power comes on the network, it becomes more expensive to actually mine Bitcoin. So the profitability isn't there just because the price is appreciating, unlike gold. The other important aspect about Bitcoin is that the issuance is fixed. So we know every single day right now, about 900 bitcoins come onto the network. That will go down to 450 after April next year. However, with things like fiat currency or oil, we don't really have any say over the circulating supply. For example, this year we saw OPEC Plus cut their production of oil massively and the price rallied over 35%. Now, that might be great if you invest in oil. If you rely on oil for your economy, like every Western government, then that poses a massive cost. At the same time, if OPEC Plus removes those production cuts and starts producing an extra 2 million barrels per day, then the price of oil is going to absolutely dump. And we have no say, we have no way to predict what's going to happen. Whereas with Bitcoin, it's predictable, we know the supply and we know the issuance. And this is the main argument for why Bitcoin should be used to back fiat currency. Fiat currencies used to be backed by gold, meaning central governments couldn't just print money out of thin air because it was pegged to an ounce of gold. The US was one of the last governments to leave the gold standard in 1971. And as everyone should know if they listened to the podcast, this money printed by central banks around the world since leaving the gold standard is basically the reason we have so many issues we do. Inflation year on year has devalued every fiat currency around the world. And it's caused major economic issues for the entire global population because we rely on the US dollar, which the US government prints whenever they feel like it. Again, we have no say over the supply. We don't even have that predictability of when they're going to print money. Now, recently, people have questioned whether the haven has that much effect on price. And I would argue, if anything, the impact on price is going to grow over time because it gets more publicised, more people come into Bitcoin, but they know when the halving is likely to occur. And people have been saying the same thing time and time again since Bitcoin was created. This time is different, it's not the same, it's not going to have the same impact, and yet it always does. So if we go back to 2016, the Bitcoin halving took place in July. Bitcoin was trading around $600, and people were saying the halving wouldn't have that big an effect on the price. Well, Bitcoin went on to rally to over $19,000 almost $20,000 at its peak in December 2017. People also say this time is different because the economy might be going into a recession. Bitcoin has never truly functioned in a recessionary environment especially a deep recession which we're likely to go into at the end of this year into next year and everybody's questioning how Bitcoin will perform but we also have to remember that Bitcoin performed amazingly well during Covid. The Bitcoin halving took place in May 2020, just after the Covid lows of March 2020. Bitcoin was trading sub $10,000 at the halving and went on to go over 650% gains to April 2021, where Bitcoin peaked around $64,000. And as everybody knows, Bitcoin went on to achieve $69,000 in November 2021. So the halving still has a massive effect. Now, on top of this, the Bitcoin haven happens to coincide with the US presidential election. And no president or no incumbent president wants to go into an election in a recession or with people struggling to pay their bills because no one's going to vote for them. So we see this with Biden right now. The country's on the verge of a recession. And what's he going to do? He's going to have to print money. The government's going to print loads of money, stimulate the economy, so that everybody's feeling good going into the election. And this pump in liquidity will be very good for Bitcoin's price, because it'll see the US dollar depreciate in value. Every time a government prints more money, the currency devalues itself. And that's what's going to happen when the US prints money next year. On top of this, I think the halving is actually going to have a massive effect, because people are aware of it. People know the impact. They've got the history now. We've had three havens and we have saw Bitcoin price pump after the haven. So I think this time we've actually seen a worse bear market because people understand how the cycle works. People are starting to leave crypto during bear markets and invest in other things, pull their money, stay on the sidelines and wait for the haven to get back involved. That's why I think we've seen a record amount of US tether sitting on exchanges, just sitting, waiting on the day that they can re-enter the market. I believe this Bitcoin having is going to be huge, and I still think Bitcoin will do minimum 5x in the next bull run. Now, a lot of people will shoot me down and say 5x that's nothing compared to what some altcoins can do or what Bitcoin done previously, but Bitcoin is one of the safest and most secure cryptos. Now, a lot of people might shoot me down and say what 5x that's not great compared to some other cryptos and the potential altcoins can do, but Name another asset on the planet that you can get even a multiple in 4 year period. There isn't one. People scramble for 10, 20, 30% gains in a 5 to 10 year period. So to be able to 5x your money in 4 years, that is huge. And I think crypto people become greedy and they start undervaluing the potential of Bitcoin gains. They are unlike any other asset on the planet. But because we see these huge screenshots of meme coins doing 10,000% gains, we think 5x from Bitcoin is a poor return. Now, there is a word of caution, as always, it's not straight up. The halving doesn't happen and Bitcoin just explodes. And we've seen previously that after the halving, there's some red weeks, there's some down days, especially some big crashes. And that's just smart money trying to shake out people from the market. Before the price flies. So like I said at the start. There's a lot of people on Twitter saying that this Bitcoin have won't have as big an effect on price. I completely disagree. And there's another aspect we've not even discussed. The supply shock even if demand stays similar level should cause price to appreciate. But we know there is going to be massive institutional demand should cause price to appreciate. But we also know there's going to be massive institutional demand because of the ETF and the ETF coverage recently is going to expose a lot of normal retail investors to Bitcoin and it almost gives it a stamp of approval. So the FOMO will be even more than normal but also a lot of negatives during the 2021 bull run was because of the ESG and the environmental impact. Well BlackRock's already came out and started reversing that and you'll see headlines pro environment for Bitcoin so we can see the marketing campaign of these big institutions to get any Bitcoin is well underway which means we're going to have a supply shock and a demand shock all at once and it wouldn't surprise me if Bitcoin absolutely exploded in price at some point in 2024. Okay so that is my thoughts on the Bitcoin Haven. it's still the number one event in crypto for me and it is the one trigger for price this time we're going to have a supply and a demand shock all at one time, and Bitcoin price could explode. Ignore anyone that says this time is different. Generally, when people say that, it's not. And, as we always say, the trend is your friend until the end. And so far, the Bitcoin halving trend is that it creates a supply shock, and the Bitcoin price rallies afterwards. Okay, so thank you very much for listening. Make sure you drop some comments on Spotify, and I'll catch you again on the next one.